Hello, RC Lifers! We're back with another episode of RC Live, a student-run podcast that aims to open the discussion to all things faith. If you're a new listener, welcome! But if you've been following us for a while, you might notice it's a different voice today. Yes, that's right. I'm Olivia, the Associate Vice President of Apostolate in RC Life Loyola, and I will be your host for today's episode. It is currently the month of February, so of course, we're going to talk about love. But not Eros, the romantic love, not Storga, the familial love, and not Agape, the love of mankind either. Today, we're going to talk about Philia, the love of friends. Here with me are our friends from RC Life Taft. We have Alexa Coronel, Tashi Valero, and CJ Galang. Alexa is a fourth-year student taking up advertising management in De La Salle University. Despite having been raised in a Catholic faith all her life, it wasn't until she was a college freshman that she decided to truly date her faith. Since then, she has continually pursued opportunities to serve through RC Life Taft and the Regnum Christi community after having been associated in 2019. Known for her energy and passion for service, she attributes this unique joy to how God has shown her love and mercy throughout her life, as well as in the presence of community. Truly, being Catholic is cool. Next, we have Tashi, a BS psychology major at De La Salle University, Manila. She grew up in a Catholic household as well and has been an active member of her parish since she was young. With music as her main ministry, she grew up serving in her church choirs for as long as she can remember. Willing herself into faith and service, she discovered Regnum Christi through Mission Youth Philippines in 2018 and RC Life in 2019. Furthering her opportunities to seek Christ, she is also an active member of Days with the Lord and Youth Encounter. She associated into Regnum Christi last 2021 and currently serves as the president of RC Life Taft. She strives to live in love and light every day, hoping to become a vessel of Christ's love for others. And lastly, we have CJ, a third-year student in De La Salle University, Manila, currently taking up pre-medicine. He was born a Catholic and currently practices the Catholic faith in his religious household. Along his journey, though, as he was introduced to the RC community just recently, he has become more in-depth with his faith and with his relationship with God, with the accompaniment of the RC community. Currently, he is a member of the Taft chapter of RC Life and an executive board member to the Council of Student Organizations, deepening his faith in finding ways to apply what he learned to his experiences outside of the RC community. So, hey guys, you want to introduce yourselves? Um, hi guys, I'm Tashi. <laughs> hey, hello, my name is CJ. So, yeah. Hi everyone, this is Alexa. Thanks so much for having us. We're so excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. We're really excited to get into the episode. But before we get to our topic of the day, I want to ask, how are you guys doing? Loaded. This is a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no simple question. <laughs> As time of recording this, we just finished finals or are in the process of finishing finals. So, yeah, <laughs> We've, we're pretty <laughs> tired, but... We're still so happy to be here. <laughs> like anything for Jesus, mm-hmm. anything for you guys. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Congrats on finishing finals. And for those of you who might still be f- finishing up, stay strong. 
Yeah, how about the others? How are you guys doing? Alexa, well. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm still working on my project proposal because I have a defense next week, actually. And I just had a one eight-hour meeting <laughs> uh, with my group mates. Wow. But that, oh, that's wow. completely fine. That's completely fine. But um, overall, <laughs> I'm doing great, I guess. I'm, I'm stable. I'm stable. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm okay. That's good to hear. How about you, Alexa? How are you doing? Well, for me, my finals finished earlier than most of the students in the university because technically it's supposed to end next week, which for everyone's reference is Feb 23. But um, thankfully, <laughs> I, I finished early enough this week and I've been trying to reconnect with my hobbies. So that includes video games and reading. And I'm very excited to spend the next term break really just recharging and resting before the next term comes <laughs> nice yeah thank you so much for making the time and energy to be on this episode with us we really appreciate it considering you just finished the finals and i'm sure you guys are probably really tired by now but yeah i guess we can get right into it so tell me about your friendship how did you guys meet how did you guys get close <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, um, I guess I can go because uh, <laughs> I guess, like, in a way, I've been the mutual friend <laughs> between the three of us. But, yeah. Um, it started, it started, wow, um, <laughs> back in high school. I've known CJ since high school because we were both under the music department. So we would have performances together. Um, but we weren't really as close as we are now. Um, so, uh, I met, okay, going back, uh, I'll go back to CJ later, but, um, <laughs> I met Alexa through RC Life staff. Um, actually, funny story, the first time I met her, I didn't know she was a college student. Oh Because it was, it was the Mission Youth homecoming here in, our, in Taft, and I think people had to wear their, like, high school uniforms, so she was just wearing her uniform. Yeah. I was like, why is there a high schooler here? I don't oh understand. <laughs> so yes, that's oh. how I met Alexa. <laughs> and of course, I joined RC Life and I was able to work with Alexa because I was her um, assistant vice president for music. And going and back then... to CJ, actually, um, right before the pandemic, we were supposed to have this um, big holy hour in DLSU. And... Um, Alexa and I wanted to invite CJ to play cello during the holy hour. Um, but obviously, COVID. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we still pushed through with it because um, we reached out to CJ to help us with our online holy hours. And um, he was willing to do so. And he was shy at first because he's like, no, I'm inactive. <laughs> but then, you know, he prayed about it. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to play mm-hmm. in Holy Hour. And the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it was really RC Life that sort of brought you guys together and your passion in your passion for music, actually, that yes. brought you guys closer. So is that sort of like a main or an, an important aspect of your friendship? Um. Yes. 
<laughs> unsure. <laughs> y- yes. Because <laughs> yes? Question mark. Yeah. Um. Because honestly, if the three of us aren't talking about RC life things or Jesus things, we're talking about music. If we're not talking about music, we're talking about music and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but 100% of the time, it's just very chaotic. But it's it's full of love and laughs mm-hmm. and shared brain cells. <laughs> wow, we're living, laughing, and loving in these conditions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. And there are so many different places or different ways where you can make friends. And it's so nice that you're able to develop these friendships out of the RC Life community and through your passion for music and Jesus. So this is kind of like a heavy question or a big question, but what does friendship mean to you? I guess I could go first. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> go for uh, it. I guess... Well, for me, when it comes to friendship, I think everybody could agree that it changed ever since the pandemic hit because we were living in different conditions, different environments before before the pandemic. And now since we're all here, I guess for me, like now, friendship to me is more of an uh, accompaniment and understanding in a sense. Or it's more on the understanding where they understand your situation, nevertheless, and what happens. And... To be honest, that brings like warmth in my heart when someone understands or like does their best, basically. And I think that's what people need nowadays, like just to understand because everybody ha- has their own situations and we're all in our homes and we're all facing our internal problems right now. So like, imp- like understanding is one of the important things in a friendship and that's what friendship means to me. So yeah. So whoever from the other two can, you know, join in. Yeah, I can <laughs> add... Well, for me, I like to think of friendship as a perfecting ground. Not that perfect is possible, but we can sim- we can definitely strive for it. But um, when you look at it, a lot of the important relationships that we have in our lives start out or are built upon friendship. So whether it's with your siblings, you know, you you go you grow closer with your siblings and even or some of us or hopefully most of us um get, even get to that point wherein we can say that my sister my brother is my best friend my mom my dad is my best friend um and also when we talk about love in the romantic sense that's also usually where it starts um we learn to care for another person and to give of ourselves through the friendships that we create uh, with other people so yeah it's it's like a good practice and also a good way to to get better at loving people I think friendship can be a really good vehicle in that way wow I love that <laughs> what about you Tashi um well well you guys said everything <laughs> But I guess um, to add, I, I actually just remembered um, I was listening to uh, this homily one time by one of our parish priests, and it was kind of about friendship. It was about relationships in general, but um, it was uh, he was saying how because um, how do I explain this? 
Uh, he was meant. He. Uh, oh my gosh. He was. Sani kung patang. Sorry, sorry. Amen. Amen. My brain is slugging. Wait. Ito na talaga. Ito na talaga. Okay. So, um, he was saying how, um, relationships. They're kind of like. He liked comparing things to a tripod because tripods are like really strong. Because triangles are supposed to be really strong and. Um, he was saying that the three legs of the tripod in relationships are love, connection, and understanding because one cannot function mm-hmm. without the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically just <laughs> what Alex and CJ have already said. But, you know, having to feel love for one another without the connection, it's kind of... I, I, I wouldn't say you're wasting the love, but then it's more of... Um, I don't know how to put it into words. Actually, this uh, work. <laughs> Guys, I'm not okay today. Okay, sorry, I had a bad day today, Heike. Um, yes, you're doing, you're doing so great. good. You're doing sis. great. You're doing great. Okay, sorry, Shadi. You're gonna you're, cut so you're much doing from really when good. I talk. Like, worry, I'm not even Tashi. kidding. I'm not even kidding. Okay. <laughs> you really are. Okay, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. <gasps> okay, sorry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> can I just not explain? <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, again, again, again. Tasha, stop it. Okay, I'm gonna get better, guys. I'm just really nervous. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the um, you can't. It's okay, we're warming really up. We're warming up. <laughs> without, uh, you can't really have a relationship without love. You can't have it without the connection. You can't have it without understanding. Because if something is missing from one of those three, it kind of feels like an incomplete kind of relationship because there's always going to be. Something I don't know how to say it in English. What's pagkukulang in English? Lacking. Um, yeah, lacking. something's always going to feel lacking because you know it's it's a kind of relationship that's prone to maybe misunderstanding or um, arguments over unnecessary things or the smallest details because it's so hard to under uh, to under to love rather. It's so hard to love people without understanding them and connecting with them like. As much as we strive to love others unconditionally, we're still human after all. And well, like naturally, when we start out a relationship, we kind of find what we want to love in people, and we work on loving the parts that we love the least, if that makes sense. So it's really like that's the base foundation for what a friendship should be. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So yeah, thank you so much for sharing what friendship means to you. And you guys sort of have a mutual understanding or friendship sort of has the same, a similar meaning to you guys. So I can sort of see how that works out into your friendship or the three of you. And since we kind of talked about what friendship is for you guys, what isn't friendship to you? Like, are there certain red mm. flags that I guess I sort of stand out to you this. when it comes to... <laughs> making friends whenever or, i think of yeah. what a friendship isn't i usually think of the misconceptions or the false expectations of what you can have regarding friendships like for example um 
in in a real friendship you don't have to feel like you're playing the part of someone else or playing a character a personality just so that another person can accept you because again i'm going back to what cj and tashi said uh to be in a, a real friendship is really about intimacy being seen being vulnerable and so if you feel like you don't necessarily belong in in a friendship with with someone it's worth praying about it's worth considering um and bringing it up with the lord as well as your spiritual director if you have any but yeah um that and also one would be uh, a friendship that feels a little bit more transactional like oh i give you something then you give me something and then that sometimes becomes the expectation that uh, one action leads to reciprocation which necessarily isn't the case because uh, one thing that growing up in college in my college years has taught me it's that what friendship looks like really does change throughout your life since we're all growing apart but it doesn't make the friendship any less meaningful any less valid it's just that we learn to make room for other priorities in our life and also learn to support each other in in those priorities as well so yeah that would be what friendship isn't to me yes um i guess i can go next um <laughs> But honestly, uh, my answer would be exactly the same as Alexa's. But um, I guess also speaking from personal experience, the I'm not very good at identifying what friendship isn't. <laughs> I just let people hurt me. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no way. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, um, but in, in all seriousness, I think, God has just really blessed me with like, you know, the best people and the people who aren't meant to be my friends. He like has taken out of my life even before I I realized or even if it hurt at the time. But um, I guess what friendship isn't to me is a friendship that's very conditional mm-hmm. um, because they're always... Um, we're always unconsciously going to have like certain expectations for each other and a conditional friendship is when those expectations aren't met like we lash out on you know not yeah <laughs> the lack of that <laughs> yeah um like say for example um uh, Like I um okay here let's say for example this like person A is a very uh, clingy person or their like le- their love language there we go their love language is quality time or physical touch but then the person they so happen to be friends with they're not necessarily a bad person it's just they don't express themselves in that way and that's not to say that that isn't a good friendship it's more of yes psych major it's more <laughs> it's more of maybe that isn't the kind of friendship that they need like it's not a bad Mm. friendship it's just you know not what they could be looking for it may not be the best for them um 
yeah i don't honestly i don't really have much of an answer <laughs> to this unless of course like you know someone's really mean to you that's not friendship <laughs> yeah but um i guess it's all yeah that in god like it's also worth mentioning that um sometimes a friendship isn't bad it's just not the kind of friendship we need so yeah <laughs> All right, <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> well, actually, I have the same experience as Tashi when it comes to having friendships. I was on, was also blessed to have good friendships. <laughs> Not gonna lie, and if that person was actually like gonna end up being a bad friend, uh, like at that point in time, they eventually I didn't I stopped talking to them. Like it eventually, like you already know those moments where you just don't really talk to a certain friend over time because, you know, as you go along in your journey, right? So, I, I have the same experience as Tash when it comes to, like, <laughs> being unable to identify bad friendship. <laughs> but, I guess, if I were to answer this question, um, um, it would be if they won't help you. Like, un- like, whether it be consciously or unconsciously, like, help you become better, in a sense, or a better person, in general, right? Like, in any aspect you actually think of, whether it be loving someone or in your prof- in your profession, in the way how you love your, your family or your friends, it really depends, actually. <clears throat> and, and for me, I guess, that kind of friendship would be, would end up being toxic, and toxic can go in many ways. And even in the smallest ways, it can go different directions. So yeah, if it for me, it if it doesn't help you um, become a better person overall, then I think it's not really a good friendship, like in the long run. Mm-hmm. But that's also like a double-edged sword because that can also help you notice something that you've never seen. <laughs> but that's a different topic for another day. So <laughs> I'm just gonna stop yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are really so blessed to recognize how God has blessed you with the best people and with great friendships. So the fact that you were able to recognize this, how are you? How would you describe your relationship with Jesus? Um, okay, I can go first. Um, <laughs> I'd say uh, my relationship with Jesus is like... Okay, I'm not saying this because it's the topic of the podcast, okay? But <laughs> Jesus is really like a best friend to me um if you were to ask me this a year ago i'd say that he was like a brother to me but then now i realize that it's more of a best friend because there's this um i guess this boundary between you and a relative (laughs) that you know friendship just ignores (laughs) um i've learn to become very open and um and in a way like unashamed with what I share with him and how I talk to him and it's just a very vulnerable and understanding and loving relationship that I have with him right now um yeah like I I, I don't really know how <laughs> to explain it but um like he's my best friend. I I I he's there. <laughs> he's there for me always. And I know that even when I feel most alone, at the very least, he's present and he's ready to listen to me, 
<laughs> if he were a physical person here on earth, he is always down for a Zoom call, you know. <laughs> he's always ready, he's always available, and he always understands and he always loves. So, yeah, that would be my relationship with him. I guess I can add up to that, actually. Um, For me, there's, to be honest, there's no release. There's not a, a set thing with me when it comes to like my relationship with Jesus because it changes over time right as what like as what Tashi said about like like a few months ago or a year ago it, it was like Jesus being a brother and now it's being a best friend so it does change I, for me it does change over time but if I were to like sum it up I guess it would be Jesus would be someone that's there for me because whether or not, like whether he be a teacher to me or like a brother to me or a best friend, it doesn't change the fact that he's he's there for me, and he always tries to knock on my heart, even though sometimes it's a bit hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that it. In general, he's just a person that's there. He's a he's someone that's there for us, and will ne- will never stop trying to like be there for us, like whether we're like mentally unstable or mostly unstable or I may I'm being Went honest there. here. I I, I had <laughs> to go to there, there, okay? No. We we had to go we had to be concrete, no joke. It's true. We had to be honest <laughs> and open. We had to be honest. We have to be honest here. But yeah. Like even though there are times where we just feel like giving up, he doesn't give up on us and that's all. and that someone is Jesus for me. So I'd like to build up on what CJ said because mine is similar but I'd say if I could describe it in a word it would be constant because growing up I didn't really or looking back to how I was growing up I don't think I did really well with friendships like when I look at my sisters and they have their own like solid barcadas, like my, my younger sister especially, she's in her first year in college and her group in high school is still very solid even though they're in different schools and they have these like calls every now and then. And whenever I look at that, I'm like, hmm, do I have something like that? And I feel bad sometimes that I can't really say that I have a a ride or die who was there for me my entire life. But that that experience has also taught me that I can run to Jesus during the times where I do need a friend or I need someone who can listen to me. Because I realize now that even though I'm like readily an open book, like ask me any question, I'll answer it. But no one really asks, so I don't really <laughs> open up <laughs> to other people. But knowing that he's there and then that I can just pour my heart out every time I need to or during my prayer, it's enough for me. But I also know that Jesus cares about friendship. And that's why he gives me friends like Tashi and CJ who are who can be physical examples of who he would be like as a friend to me and hopefully more to come in the future now as as days pass so yeah that would be what it is for me or yeah that's really beautiful you guys thanks so much for sharing that 
Um, for me, I think Jesus is the friend who always makes a yeah, like always calling me and asking to spend time with him and talk yes. to him. Yes. But honestly, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like, so accurate. <laughs> yeah, but you know how it gets hard sometimes. Like recently, I don't know, I've been struggling with always picking up the phone and being game to spend time with him. And I think mm-hmm. it's okay to feel like that sometimes because. I know that he'll always be there when I'm ready. And he's a patient lover who's willing to wait. And yeah, I enjoy them. It's not like, Jesus, I'm so, like, you're so quiet. I'm so annoyed. Yeah, I don't feel like that, man. But I'm thankful that my friendship with him now is that he's always reaching out. And also, I feel like he's also the type of friend who will really tell you the truth and remind you of what's good. Like, <laughs> Sometimes it's the truth you don't really want to hear or mm-hmm. but it's like the truth you actually need to hear. And obviously he doesn't like literally speak into my ear, but I feel like through song, scripture, music, prayer, reflection and stuff like that, mm-hmm. he sort of guides me to choose the more loving option. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's sort of what my relationship with Jesus is like now. And we know from the gospel that Jesus Jesus was a friend. The, the apostles and all that. So let's talk about Jesus as a friend, not just to us, but from stories. Is there anything you want to share about that? Sorry, I realized it's not a question. Pala. <laughs> I was so pressured. <laughs> like, should I answer? I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's basically let's talk about Jesus as a friend to the apostles. Do you guys have okay. any? Do you have like any favorite stories from? the Bible or anything like that. Ooh. I wasn't prepared for this question, that's for sure. I can go first. <laughs> go, Alexa. Oh okay. Um, when whenever we talk about Jesus and having and him having friends, I there's always this Bible verse that comes to me, which is what he said during the Last Supper which is um, no one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And I think, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was the first time that he called the apostles like his, his true friends, wherein he said, you're not my slave because the slave does not know what his master is doing and et cetera, et cetera. But just for him to to finally call these 12 people whom he spent his public ministry with as his friends and to express to to them how beloved they were to him. It's really one of the most heartwarming moments for me in the gospel. And in the same way, when he says that there is no greater love than to lay your life down for your friends. He also says that he introduces the commandment of love, right? Which is love one another as I have loved you. And in doing that, Jesus actively, for me, sets an example of 
this is how you become a good friend for for your friends and how to love well also so it's very selfless it's very giving which also reminds me of uh saint ignatius the prayer of general prayer for generosity i think which is the specific line the, to to give and not to count the cost and yeah it goes back to what i said earlier then heavily inspired by this that really friendship is how we perfect love or how we practice loving well in a safe space i would say mm -hmm. yeah i want to add to that actually something came up when i was while i was listening it's actually um it's it's not really a specific bible moment but it's like it's all throughout if you know like he about jesus just calling his apostles by by their names actually it's, it's very simple to think about but it's also something very important because nowadays um like honestly we sometimes forget the person we're human <laughs> for some for some apparent reason we sometimes forget we're human but that I, but when jesus when Jesus like um addresses um them or or tries to get their attention, they call he calls them by their name, and that's something really genuine in my heart. Like you, not only you treat them as a human being, but also you you treat them as who they are, who they really are, and you can see that this is like I can see the best in you, and I can see that that potential for you to be that best version of yourself, and just by just by saying that simple, you know, name, it brings, it says a lot. Especially com someone, co especially coming from, from Jesus, of course. Him calling your actual name and telling you to come here. Yeah, that's actually just it. it mine's very short, but it it just means it just brings warmth into my heart. That's all. <laughs> um, I guess to add to that also. Um. Okay, my story is not super. It's kind of far, but not too far, you know, like, <laughs> but actually the first story that comes to mind when I think of Jesus as a friend is the washing of the feet. Um, it sounds really random because <laughs> it feels more like a, you know, son of God became man moment. Like, you know, it's a very um, humbling moment in the Bible when Jesus washes the feet of the apostles. But the reason I thought of friendship is because uh, going back to what a lot to the uh, going back to the things you were saying earlier about what friendship isn't, um, there are a lot of times when a lot of relationships are built on the mentality of you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. But in this instance, it was just I'm doing this for you because I love you, and I don't expect anything in return. I know you're tired. I know you're you're weary. Like I'm gonna wash your feet because you know you y'all are gonna walk around and spread the word, <laughs> and <laughs> and I don't expect you to do anything for me in return because this is coming out of the goodness of my heart. And honestly, for me, that's like in that very moment, Jesus is the absolute model <laughs> for friendship because you know he loved without limits. And it's through that friendship that 
he had with the apostles and um i guess in a way it's kind of like you know how there are things that you can do with your friends that you can't just you can't do with other people like around your siblings like you might be shy to do some things or like of course like around your parents and everything around your cousins and then there's just this different kind of relationship and um kind of time that you spend with friends that it's just plain and simply you without like you don't hide anything you aren't shy to be yourself and you aren't ashamed of yourself and you know a friend a true friend would accept that regardless of who you are and regardless of what you've done they'll be there to listen and they'll be there to comfort you and be there for you and you know in a way they'll be there to wash your feet (laughs) right so yeah that's jesus as a friend he's man (laughs) just loves so much i think this is just gonna be the reoccurring like theme about him loving unconditionally and Mm -hmm. how he's just so like selfless (laughs) and regard like he doesn't think like i am the son of god you guys need to treat me like this no man like (laughs) he's just him and he he's just genuinely like human and he treats everybody as equals he doesn't see himself as greater than the rest and that that really says a lot about who he is as a friend so yeah (laughs) Yeah, if I if I can add to that as well, I I was just thinking about how Jesus being both God and man, the way that he didn't go through his life alone, like he had Mary, he had Joseph, but when he set out on his public ministry, he, as CJ said, called these people by name and and asked them, "Will you come and follow me?" And I think he also meant that not only as a, you want to be my disciples, you want to learn the gospel, (laughs) but also as like a, do you want to be my friend? And that's something that really stuck to me because right now in the pandemic, especially, I think a lot of us have the tendency of saying, oh, I wish I had more friends. Like, why don't I have friends? And then when, when you ask yourself, what are you doing to have friends though? a lot of the time we can be shy we can be passive and sometimes we fail to realize that there is also a need to be active in starting a friendship with someone you you it starts with a hello how are you what's your name and jesus did that also he he was the first one to make the first move and he was the initiator and yeah, parang that courage is very admiring, um, admirable, rather. And yeah, um, moving forward, especially since hopefully I don't want to jinx this, but we're slowly transitioning out of the new, out of the normal that we have in the pandemic, where wherein mobility is limited. I really hope that when we step out of our homes. And move about more freely, we get to appreciate and seize every opportunity, not every opportunity, be wise about (laughs) every opportunity, but 
to, to seize the opportunity of making meaningful connections with people. So, yeah. Um, sorry, just one last thing. I just, um, I just remember this <laughs> from another priest, <laughs> or was it the same priest <laughs> that I mentioned earlier? But he was saying how Jesus is really relatable in terms of like having a barcada, because <laughs> come on, guys, like who keeps in touch with all one hundred of their friends, right? Like, True. Jesus had twelve good friends, and they did the most meaningful things together, and. Like, barcada goes, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine, oh, guys, let's go out today. Let's spread the word of God. Like, what? Oh, my gosh. No better, like, app, like hangout. Like, we should do that. <laughs> we should do that when when we can, like, see each other again. Guys, let's just go let's to, like, about GC Jesus. and talk about Jesus. <laughs> do you want to talk about Jesus? <laughs> So yeah, thank you guys for sharing that. That was those are all really great and beautiful stories. And as Tashi said, Jesus is the absolute model for friendship because of how he loved. He loved unconditionally and he was so inclusive and non-judgmental of everyone. And because of the love that he demonstrated to the apostles and shares with us, we're able to live a full life of friendship as well. So with that, how has Jesus taught you to be a more loving friend to him and to others or each other? <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess I can go first. I'm oh, sorry, I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking. Okay. Um, I guess the way how Jesus taught me to be a more loving friend, I think, it, and it's also related to what Tashi said about the washing of the feet. Um, it was it was more on doing things for others just for the sole reason that you love them and i guess there's another follow-up question with that was like what does what does it mean to love but then that's another topic but i guess that i guess for me just to make it short is that for me to love is to accept a person for who they are and for and to genuinely love them for who they are and the way how jesus showed that is like by washing up the feet calling them by name going with them with every with every step of their journey and and it just really how do you say that all of these actions all of the even the simplest actions that he has done it's all it has a heavy impact on their lives because there because the reason that goes behind from from the things he did was out of from genuine love and and the way how he, he like he taught me to be a more loving friend to him, it's actually just to be more accepting <laughs> and to be more open. Because uh, you know, after his journeys together with, with together with his quote unquote barcada, with, you know, with 12, twelve apostles, he showed that it's it's fine to be open about yourself. It's fine to be transparent with with him because he he. You know, he accepted a wide variety of people, but and then he chose those twelve, and those are very. In, when it comes to their lifestyles, they're very different from one another, and and they have they all have their own faults. They all have their own you know downfalls, and their own strengths, but he still accepted them for who they are, and they and he still did these actions. 
just because of the sole reason that he accepts them for who they are and because he loves them. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, on top of that, for me, it's also about not sizing up people based on what you think you know about them. Because I don't know if it's social media or if it's just the way that we grew up around um, being influenced by what people say about us, what other people say about the people we know. But Jesus being very open and welcoming to even the sinners. No, like he, he did say that he wasn't here for the righteous people. He was here for the the lost, the least, and the last. I don't know if that's the correct order of the words, but the thought is there. Yeah, like how he ate with a tax collector, which in their time wasn't really exactly the expectation or the acceptable uh, behavior, but he really does step out and reaches out to everyone. And um, in the same way, Jesus really has taught me what it's like to be a good friend to all. A good friend to all doesn't mean that you have to be buddy-buddy and like really close with everyone. Sometimes being a good friend to all could just mean showing kindness, showing love, um, helping to enlighten people on certain ways of life. Because I also think there is real, real value in friendships that push you to be better, that help you to fall in love with the virtues more, that really lead you to heaven in that way. Even though it it's ugly at first, or at least personally. <laughs> like, no one really likes getting criticized for, for things, but it's necessary, and it's a way of purification through the love that your friends give you. And so that, I'd say, is how Jesus has taught me to be more loving to others, but also to him. Because uh, we do... Because there is that saying there that goes, God is only as good as you think he is. Or more common or more lay is that we only accept the love that we think we deserve. And... When we say that Jesus loves without limits, that also means that, to, or at least to me, that means that we are very much uh, worthy of love in his eyes. And we should be grateful for that. Continue to take note of it with the eyes of gratitude, I'd say. So, yeah. Um, I guess to add to that also, um, okay, I'm going to, I'm gonna just do it from like kind of a different perspective, but it's it's the same idea as what CJ and Alexa um were saying. But it's um how Jesus has taught me is through like experience. Um because okay, this is gonna sound really funny because faith is supposed to be, you know, just trusting in something without tangible proof tangible that's the word right Tan- yeah. yes tangible <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> final sucked out the vocabulary out of me oh. <laughs> <laughs> but 
yeah, like faith is supposed to be believing in something without like any tangible proof. And it's this is gonna sound really funny, but um, the way I've uh, Jesus has taught me is through proving that He's there. <laughs> um, and I say this because, um, in a way, like Alexa and CJ, um, you know, throughout this entire pandemic. <laughs> these two have been with me throughout the majority of it like the great majority of it especially in like my lowest of lows and everything and um when I was struggling with my faith um it is gonna sound ironic but I prayed <laughs> I prayed while I was struggling and I've come to realize that Jesus taught me how to be a more loving friend through being a loving friend and it didn't necessarily have to be him but in a way it was at least in my case it was like alexa or cj or both (laughs) um working for uh as uh how do i like they were okay like in a way it was alexa and cj being vessels of christ's love for like towards me for me for for yes you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah that's how jesus taught me how to be a more loving friend by showing me what being a loving friend is like and he sent down the most beautiful angels <laughs> to be that loving friend for me and in a way that's how he came down to be a loving friend and that's how I learned how to be one because um after everything that um we've all gone through together (laughs) it's just you can't help but be inspired by how much love people can give and how much people are willing to sacrifice for love and because of love so Jesus taught me. Okay, to summarize, Jesus taught me to be uh, like how Jesus taught me to be a more loving friend to him and to others is by being that for me. And through that, I hope that I've at least been able to do, to, to do the same <laughs> for other people. And if not, then I hope that I can continue to do so. Yes, girl. Because you are. Nothing, nothing you feels are. better than a loving friend, guys. <laughs> like it's so set up to cry with a loving friend, you know? <laughs> That's so true. Mm-hmm. It hits different. <laughs> you guys, this is so beautiful. Like I'm wow, so inspired hearing your stories, hearing your ideas of friendship and love, and seeing it among the three of you and yeah. I, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So that actually brings us to the end of our questions. So do you have any last words for our listeners? Yeah. If you guys are longing for good friendships in your life, I think it's a really good point to bring into prayer because for me personally i didn't think that it would be something worth bringing up with with jesus in in my prayer time but i realized that 
if I care about it, God probably cares about it more than I do. <laughs> and he is very much willing and open to listen to you. It's actually one of the things that I prayed for going into 2022. Just to have more meaningful connections. Because I was longing for for new people to to get to know. And also that real need to be seen. No, I think it's there's no shame in in accepting that and embracing that need. And so far he's been answering it and I think in the right time he will as well for everyone else. Uh, I guess I gotta <laughs> Yes CJ. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. Um I guess um one last thing that I wanna say is don't be afraid. Because nowadays it's hard it's hard to give yourself to people, right? So and sometimes it might cause you that 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 fear. And you know Yeah, it actually causes sorry. It might cause you to like have that fear preventing you from, you know, opening up your heart. And it's actually aligned to what Alexa said. Um, you just have to really not be afraid to open your heart to Jesus. And this all this goes along as you pray, honestly, as you become more honest. And as as we said already, is that he's someone that you can trust. He's some he's someone that that can be there for you, and someone that can help you and to tell you that, to tell you the things that you need to hear. And so yeah, that's my final takeaway, which is don't be afraid to open up to Jesus. Um, as for me, well, <laughs> um, I am going to quote. Um, sorry, not the Bible, Muna. Wait, lang. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna quote an author. Wait, guys, just trust me. <laughs> um, there's a quote from C.S. Lewis, and he says, "What draws people to be friends is that they see the same truth and they share it." And honestly. Oh, <laughs> like <Aww>. um, <laughs> that's kind of everything we've been talking about today, na. Like, I'm sure CJ, Alexa, and me were just some of the like some of the many. I that my grammar. <laughs> <laughs> we're just one of many relationships built on Christ, and mm-hmm. I'm one hundred twenty percent sure that the reason our relationship is as strong as it is is because it's built on built on Christ and we share that same truth and we share that same belief and we love the same way and yes um because something that like Christ really did I'm just not me going back to the previous question but um <laughs> like something that um I also learned in Christ being a friend is that friendship really takes intentionality. Is that the word? It, you yes, that's a word. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, because friendship takes intentionality, and it takes a lot of effort also. And Jesus really modeled that, like in his friendships with his friends and through their ministry and. In the same way, like, I guess using my friendship with Alexa and CJ as an example, like, our life 
here as like our ministry here in RC Life and just in general as um a Catholic youth it's being present and being intentional and putting effort and being loving and just having Jesus as the model for everything I know that the theme is friendships for the love of God but in everything that we do and especially in our relationships it's being that being present being um intentional being putting effort being loving and having Jesus as not only as the model for that but also as the foundation for that it'll honestly take so many relationships so far and it just makes life i don't know like personally it just made my friendship with CJ and Alexa and of course like all of my other friends in RC Life or in my other youth organizations it just makes loving so worthwhile because you don't expect anything in return but at the same time you're getting so much in return for just being a kind and loving person and just being Christ-like so I don't really have final words to say I literally just answered one of the previous questions again. <laughs> but I guess main takeaway, just love as Christ loves. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> that was great, Tashi. I really love that you said about how love and friendships can really be rooted in Jesus's love. And from what you guys talked about, I learned that we can find good friendships through prayer, scripture, and community. Like Alexa was saying, with prayer, you can develop your friendship with him. And we can even pray for good friendships. And also in scripture, with the stories that you shared, like washing the feet, we can learn more about who Jesus was as a friend to the apostles. And also community. You can find great friendships in church, as you guys did, whether it be in your parish or RC life. It's great to surround yourself in a community that keeps Jesus at the center of it all. So yeah, all right. Thank you again, Alexa, Tashi, and CJ. It was a pleasure having you on the pod. So to our listeners, thank you for sticking around and stay tuned for the next episode of RC Live.